Hello and welcome to the Confessions of a Car Cleaner podcast. My name is Alex Dragicescu and today we're going to talk about how to choose the right car cleaning service. So why is this important? Well, with so many choices out there, how do you know which one is right for you? How do you know which one is most likely to deliver the results you're looking for? Well, the way you learn about a company is by asking specific questions and listening carefully to the answers. And by the way, this system works uh, whether you're uh, in the process of selecting a car cleaning company uh, or you're in the process of selecting a plumber, a, uh, uh, an HVAC guy, uh, a landscaper or a maid or any um, or any other type of uh, a service person or company the system is is the same the questions are for the most part the same the same questions you should ask them when you um, when you interview them pretty much because that's what's happening you as a as a potential client you interview uh, the people competing for uh, for the job and so the questions are are pretty much the same they're just some interchangeable terms so instead of you know car cleaning or uh, you're gonna say plumber but uh, for the most part the system is about the same so um, here are the nine questions I feel that are most important to ask a car cleaning company uh, in order to f to help you feel more confident about the one that you're about to choose so question number one is what do you recommend for my specific needs and what are your cleaning steps and why is this important because uh, purchasing off the shelf or or or, or pre-made or pre-arranged car cleaning packages may work for you sometimes however you will receive more value for your money with a solution tailored to your specific needs and to your specific situation. Also, the car cleaning company should have in place a standard procedure to follow every time, like certain steps such as, uh, you know, the, the, the preceding uh, steps to the, to the actual service, like inspecting the car, securing your belongings, taking them out of the car and securing them. Uh, just an example. So when when they leave nothing to chance, that ensures you receive a high quality service. Question number two, what type of chemicals do you use to clean my car? Well, why is this important? This is extremely important, especially if you or anyone in the family have some sort of allergy or chemical sensitivity. Uh, because some of the chemicals used in the car cleaning industry are very, very harsh or even toxic. Uh, why is that happening? Well, traditionally, um, most car cleaning chemicals are car cleaning chemicals uh, based, made in a lab by man-made solutions. So, or they're somehow, at their very root of them, there's some sort of oil component made out of petrol. Uh, and so the result of it 
is that they're very, very toxic. They might be effective in cleaning, but they don't disappear entirely. They leave behind a residue, uh, and that residue um, is toxic for the people traveling in the car. So, fortunately, right now, there are many plant-based and safe chemicals which are uh, widely available. And so the car cleaning companies, which care about the well-being of their clients, and 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 even if they don't care about the well-being of their clients, they care about the well-being of their employees, the very people using those chemicals. These companies are going to great lengths to use these uh, plant-based uh, safe chemicals. The downside for a car cleaning company in using these and we've talked about this before is that um, these are slightly more expensive um, compared to their counterparts the traditional uh, uh, harsh chemical or oil based um, uh, cleaning chemicals and so when you know when the business is focused on the bottom line, they're going to see that, okay, so we use the traditional ones that, that do an okay job and, you know, get the job done and it costs us this much per month to do the job and we make this much money or we make the same amount of money, but we use, it costs us slightly more um, to use safer uh, chemicals. And, and a lot of companies are, are, looking only at the bottom line because they're driven by the bottom line is that their their you know their profits are so small because they're they're mirrored into the uh charging the lowest price and then they go into these price battles with the other uh car cleaning companies or the other companies in their industry and so their their profits that are left to 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 be made are very very tiny and any variation in this in the in their expenses such as spending a little bit more on the on on better and higher quality car cleaning chemicals and and safer chemicals is going to make a sizable dent in their uh, bottom line profits so that's why a lot of companies are staying away from these better uh chemicals now, question number three, how often should I get my car clean? So that's that's the question that you're asking you, the car cleaning companies or the, the, car, the car cleaning company or the car cleaning companies that you're um, looking to hire to take care of a car. Um, and the, the reason you're asking this question is because this is yet another test of how um, honest the company you're about to hire is. Because what happens is a dishonest company will try to sell you more than you actually need. So let, um, uh, and in contrast, an honest company or an honest car cleaner will, 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 will try first and will work hard actually, not only try, but work hard to, to first understand your specific situation and needs and then offer you a solution tailored to your specific situation and needs and and why is this important because uh let's just say let's just give an example let's just say you use the car by yourself and it's a small door a small door a small i'm sorry small size uh four-door sedan um and you use it to travel in town 
You never use, you know, you never go on the highways, you never go out of town, you don't travel with, with young kids and the, you know, the rest of the family doesn't use this car or you don't travel with any uh, pets or furry friends. Um, and so, uh, and also you, you don't, you don't drive a lot. You only use it to, to drive from your home to work, like to say five kilometers a day or, you know, uh, like two, like a round trip of 10 kilometers a day. And on top of that, you also take care of your car. You don't, you don't eat in it. You don't drink in it. You don't have any soda. So there's no, no spills, no coffee, no crumbs nothing so your car is just you know the, the normal dirt and wear and tear and dust that that comes in but no excessive as in the as it would be in the case of you know a, a large size suv which is used for weekly um, um getaways to the mountains for for ski trips by the by a family of five and a dog so these these are uncomparable so in these two situations uh, the solution for the client would be completely different. What, what's good for, you know, the first case with a four-door sedan barely used, it's, it's not going to be good for the fam family SUV used by a family of five and, uh, and a dog. That's why taking the time to understand what the specific situation is, uh, it makes a lot of difference. Question number four. Uh, and this is and this is a question then then that most people don't even have on their radar because they're not aware of the the situation um, happening in pretty much any any service industry. And the question is, who is going to perform or do the job, employee or contractor? And and this is important because as a as a potential client, you don't know this, but but some car cleaning companies and in general. Uh, service companies use subcontractors to do the work instead of their own employees uh, and they do so uh, sometimes bottom line is they do so to save money because having people on payroll um, and being responsible for them it's expensive um, the amount of business coming in from month to month varies but but people have to be paid uh every single month so even the company has a bad even if the company has a bad month um the employees do not care or should not care uh about this unless they have a way to um to do something about it is to bring in more business but if they have no saying to that and that's completely out of their hands they do not care and should not care uh, about a bad month uh, of the company and they need to be paid and so and so to offset uh, uh, such a cost uh, some companies choose to use subcontractors which most people don't know this uh, if as, as a general contractor you don't give your subcontractor uh, business you don't need to pay them you only pay them when they have work and so one of the biggest expenses in any business which is which is payroll is is being eliminated this way so that's why uh, a lot of uh, service companies uh, use the system and so how is this affecting you well you should be cautious of this because 
their insurance policy, the, the company's insurance policy, liability insurance policy, may not cover subcontractors and work performed uh, by a subcontractor because a lot of times subcontractors are required by law or, or uh, just simply uh, required in general uh, by, by business laws to carry their own insurance. And so the, 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 the primary, primary company's insurance may not cover the subcontractor and also the company may not guarantee the work done by a subcontractor. So if something goes wrong, let's say, you know, there's damage to your car uh, or there's, you know, the work has not been done to your satisfaction, you might be left to deal with the person, in this case the subcontractor, who performed the job and the company is going to be the company that you've, you know, dealt with and, and set up the whole thing in the first place. They may not just, they just wash their hands uh, and they just uh, um, decline any responsibility and you're left to uh, deal with the subcontractor and therefore you get left with a headache. Uh, question number five, how much will this cost me? Um, this is important because any serious company should be able to provide an upfront price for the service. Um, and that is not possible when you're quoting prices over the phone, sight unseen. Because you cannot tell for sure how much work it's going to be required and if it's and even if it's possible to meet the client's demands and standards without seeing the actual vehicle. You can't tell the condition of the vehicle, so you will not know if you're going to be able to please the customer or what will it take to please the customer. So the best case scenario over the phone a responsible company will give a price range along with some sort of um, disclaimer as to um, the final price and the final terms of this deal will be set after we have the chance to talk in person with the client and go over the car in person and actually see it um, and so this this price which is then firm and upfront that's before the service it should also come with a detailed explanation of what's included in that price with so so with a with a detailed scope of the service because this way you the client the customer you know exactly what you're paying for. So, uh, one word of caution with this is beware of companies which quote hourly rates as the job may end up costing substantially more than anticipated. And that's something that plagues the construction industry, but it's, it's mostly known 
is a problem in the construction industry with with a um, <clears throat> project being quoted a certain price and and being quoted to take a certain amount of time and ending up going over budget by much and, and over the um, allotted um, time frame and but this is also a problem in any service industry because um, quoting an hourly rate is a slippery slope and and the company and the the you know the the company it's it's essentially the people in the company and so the the people might be tempted um by the perspective of making more money uh if the job takes longer hours so as long as someone is paid that's been my uh, experience as long as someone is being paid hourly to do a job and and the the person's uh, uh, salary and financial retribution is directly connected to the number of hours it took that person to finish a job the tendency and this is just human nature is uh, it's just anybody pretty much um, probably faced with the same situation. The person is tempted to take as long as possible. So the final um, payment is as high as possible. So that's why you need to know in order not to fall into the strap, to, you need to know upfront the price and the scope of the service and this brings me to question number six which is how long does the job take so this is just an extension of of the other question of, of what I've we, we just talked about uh, uh, regarding the other question because knowing how long the car cleaning uh, service takes allows you to plan for the rest of the day because cars are being such an important element of daily life we do so much um, during our days using the cars to, to get from place to place that it's 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 literally essential to know whether the car will be unavailable for just a couple of hours or it will be off reach for for the whole entire day or or maybe even two days or so depending on the complexity of the service that you're that you're um that you're taking so you know just well aside a situation where someone has multiple cars that that the person that that you have you know three or four cars that you can rotate through and if one is you know uh tied in for for servicing that's not a problem for you because you can always choose and pick between the other cars and use one of the other cars and it's not gonna affect your schedule in any way um for most people who have uh one car that they use on a daily basis um being without the car for an unknown period of time just throws a curveball into their daily schedule. So that's 
and and most people can accommodate their cars being you know uh, tied for 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 a certain a number of hours if they know of that beforehand because they can you know uh, work that into their their schedule uh, do it so that they don't need the car within a certain time window um, of the day but not knowing that and just you know the typical situation where you where you where you wait around the phone or or you wait around the house for the plumber to come in because the plumber gave you a four time uh, or four hour window for arrival you know we're going to be there 8 to 12 and you just wait there and the plumber shows up at uh, I'm just saying the plumber because that's the most typical example but it could be any any service any type of service business that that's in this situation and so the plumber shows up at uh quarter to uh quarter to 12 um within the so within the last 15 minutes of the four hour time window that they've given you and it take they take uh two three more hours to fix or four to fix the problem if they fix it if they don't fix it they need to come come back another day because they didn't have the part or something like that and again i'm not knocking on the you know uh, the plumbing industry that's the most typical situation uh and that's in the you know in the category of urban legends with the the plumber that's always late but that's a a situation that can affect and it does affect in fact any type of service industry including uh, the car cleaning industry and so that's a situation that you want to avoid you don't want to be in it and so that's why you need to know in advance how long does the job take and and a responsible car cleaning company and a company that has systems in place will be able to tell you beforehand exactly that, what is going to be two hours, what is going to be six hours, or what is going to be two days. And so you can make an educated decision whether or not you can afford to be without your car for that long, or if you can, to plan your schedule so that you can accommodate that downtime for your car. All right, that brings us to question number seven is, do you guarantee your work and, 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 and how do you guarantee your work? Uh, any car cleaning company should be responsible for their work. And so it, it is my personal opinion and it's my personal experience and it's my personal, I should say, uh, business law that if you're not happy and that applies to any kind of service not just the car cleaning but the car cleaning we're talking about car cleaning at the moment if you're not happy they should make it right and if they can't make it right or if they won't make it right you should get 100% of your money back period so you should not be forced or compelled into paying for something that's not what you um, agreed on or that's subpar quality or it's or it's not the thing that you uh, agreed to pay for in the first place uh, and I, I wholeheartedly believe um, in this in this thing um, Yes, so 
any car cleaning company should do whatever they can within their means to um, to fulfill their part of the deal and they should not agree to things they cannot do in the first place and they should deliver on the things that they agreed to deliver on and if you're not happy they should make it right no matter what at their expense and if you're still not happy and they cannot make you happy because of whatever reason it doesn't matter you should get 100% of your money back they should not keep your money if you're not happy with the with the product or the uh, or the service all right question number 8 is are you insured and so we've talked about this in another podcast episode and we're just going to quickly touch on this insurance is important for two reasons so first of all it covers damage that may happen to your car while it's being cleaned and and so if the car cleaning company doesn't have insurance and your car gets damaged guess who's left to uh, take care of the bill that's you the car owner and you are responsible for the cost of repair and the second reason why insurance is important is that one of the, this is a, um, a different type of insurance so the first one would have been the um, liability insurance kind of kind of insurance and this is the um, uh, the workers compensation type of insurance if if one of the company's employees is injured while cleaning a car then uh, a workers compensation top type of insurance would cover the incident and it would um, it would compensate the employee uh, if downtime uh, is required for the for the person to to get better or recover from the injury they're not going to lose uh, income the the insurance will take care of that uh, if the car cleaning company on the other hand doesn't have this type of insurance which by the way uh, here in BC in British Columbia Canada is required by law to have uh, you um, as the um, car owner uh, may be held responsible and sued for damage because the the injured employee who's now out of income will want money and they're gonna turn to um, uh, that's been my experience to whatever means they have at hand to get their money to to put food on the table and take care of their family so they don't care where the money comes from as long as they come and if you're uh, a potential source for to replace their lost income because of the injury then you could be a target and that brings us to the last question question number nine that you should ask any um car cleaning company uh, that you're interviewing is do you have any references of clients whom i can call or contact regarding your work and and why is this important because checking references first before awarding the uh, the job or the contract 
to a to a provider might save you a lot of trouble later. Uh, and and any honest and reputable company would provide references at your request, and you'd have a list of people that are former or current clients of the company that you could potentially contact if you wanted to. And I strongly suggest that you do not stop at just uh, getting the names and phone numbers of those people and actually go and contact uh, the people because in a lot of cases you might be surprised of what you're hearing. Um, it's the same thing that happens when when an employer is is hiring for a job and is asking the potential candidates to provide references. 99% of employers don't bother checking the references and it's been my personal experience that when you pick up the phone and call those references then the candidates have gladly uh, uh, provided uh, a lot of surprises come to the surface and and a lot of it is is a surprise for the for the person who actually um, supply the reference in in the first place because uh, people who who you contact uh, may give you uh, really really useful information so that concludes our our today podcast episode um, as usual I, as usually I hope you got um, at least some value out of investing your time and listening to me blabbering about um, things and I appreciate you I appreciate you um, you being here and then um, we'll uh, we'll see you we'll see you next time thank you